Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epstein, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Andrea Epting with the Direct Impact Podcast. And I just have like a quick rant. I know I haven't done a rant in forever. I used to do them um, when we first started this podcast. But, you know, when I have things come up in life that I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I feel the need to talk about this. And my body and my mind and my heart is like, you know what, just say it out loud. Say it out loud, because if you don't, you know, it might not be healthy for you. So I just needed to talk about an experience I had with jury duty. And my motivation for sharing this is not to enrage other people. I understand and completely agree that jury duty is, you know, part of our civic obligation. And um, and I know that a lot of people really, you know, you know, find that important, an important way to show up um, for a community that supports us. So I'm not here to enrage anybody um, or put them off or to even invite you to agree with me because you absolutely do not have to agree with me. You can have a totally different opinion and I honor that and I respect that. However, for me, Sometimes I just need to say things out loud. And what's motivating me to do this is to engage with my community. I want a deeper understanding of what is happening and what I experienced the other day when I was called in for jury duty. And so I have to say, just give you a little uh, backstory, that um, I have never had to appear for jury duty before. Okay, and I was not asked to serve as a juror. Um, However, I did spend nine long hours in a box (laughs) as a potential juror being interviewed by three different separate attorneys and a judge. And I got to say, it was a really uncomfortable experience. And I just I want to put it out there because I'm curious and I need to know more. (laughs) That's just part of my personality. I need to know if other people have had the same experience. Because like I said, I've never done this before. It was my first time. And I I just would like to hear from other people if they experienced what I did. So let me tell you um, what, you know, my, you know, personal lived experience was. So I knew that I was going to be called in for jury duty, and I also knew that I was not going to be able to be a member of a jury panel for more than one day because it was going to be a tremendous financial hardship on me and my family, and I also had a vacation planned that I intended on keeping. So as soon as I was informed that I might be called in for jury duty, I wrote a very long and detailed letter to the court, as I was instructed to do by the website, um, helping them to understand my predicament and my hardship, and I asked to be deferred. No one ever responded to that. I followed up multiple times with phone calls and emails, about four each, and no one gave me any other information except to say, you need to come in. 
We received your letter. Yes, stop calling us, but you need to come in for jury duty. So I did wind up being called and I did have to report. And um, nobody ever mentioned the letter that I wrote. And that was a little frustrating because I kind of thought, well, I mean, if there was any amount of organization, if there was any amount of screening that they might do, um, that they would flag people who had written hardship letters and asked to be deferred, and they might, you know, kind of like interview them first or catch them on the way in. And if they're, you know, have something that's not even going to allow them to serve, they might go ahead and weed them out. Well, that was kind of like my expectation, but, you know, what we say about expectations. And um, I definitely had unrealistic expectations when it came to um, this system being streamlined or organized or helpful or anything less, honestly, than damaging and traumatic. Okay, listen up. I just need to say how life-changing Canva has been for our team. It packs the value of one, maybe even two, full-time employees saving me thousands. It is valuable money and time that I can put back into my business. Thank you, Canva, for making all the things possible. Use Canva for your social media posts, professional graphics, presentations, digital courses, posters, videos, logos, and much, much, much more. Canva is a must-have for real, y'all. With thousands of professional templates, images, and quality content to choose from, it's like having an experienced graphic designer and content creator in my pocket. With Canva, you can collaborate with your team and tackle projects together in real time. At Lightning in a Bottle and the Direct Impact Podcast, we use Canva for just about everything. And honestly, I don't want to imagine doing business or engaging our amazing community without it. For all these reasons, we have become a Canva affiliate. Please go to our show notes and check out Canva, www.canva.com. Go to our show notes and check them out. And don't forget to use our promo code, IMPACT to support this podcast. Now, back to the show. So that was my experience first when I show up and they did not want to entertain the letter or even speak to it. And then having to go in and be interviewed by multiple people and basically felt like I was on trial. I felt like I was being re-traumatized. I felt like I was being harassed. I felt threatened. I felt like I was not able to leave, even if I wanted to leave. And so it just really got me to thinking, and I'm sitting there listening to these attorneys interview my fellow summoned jurors, right? Potential jurors. Um, There's about 50 of us sitting in the room and they are, some of them, shaking and out of their bodies and dysregulated and dissociated and about to approach full-on panic attacks. And yet they are harassed, harassed by these jurors questioning them and why they can or cannot serve. You know, why were they biased? Why couldn't they do their civic duty? And I was enraged, not just as a therapist, but as a human being, I was enraged watching this happen to innocent people that were only sitting there because they did two things, paid their taxes 
and voted. And because of that, they were harassed and re-traumatized on a very deep level. I even felt that I was being harassed. I felt that I was traumatized. And so what do I do? It's just my personality. When we're on our one to two bathroom breaks in eight hours with no food provided, um, I start asking everybody, you know, if you know, what motivated them to show up um, to for jury duty? And every single person of almost 50 people I asked said that they felt threatened because they would be in trouble if they didn't. Oh my goodness. It just flies all over me that this is the system. People feel threatened. They don't feel free. They don't feel like they have a right to decline an invitation to serve. And I just wonder if anybody else has experienced anything like this that was negative or, you know, harassing, abusive, or re-traumatizing when they show up um, to serve in that capacity to serve their community. and. Um, Wow. And it just really hurt me to watch people being so vulnerable and so honest and so um, just transparent. And for that to be received in a way that was, it was manipulated and it was used for harm. And I was just, I just, I had never experienced anything like that before. And again, I'm just curious, and I would really like to hear from our audience, um, what was your experience? Was it positive? Was it negative? Was it indifferent? Um, did you feel like there could be some improvements in the screening process? Did you feel like you were there because you wanted to be there? Did you feel um, that you were there because you were threatened and didn't have another choice or that you'd be in trouble or someone come pound on your door and carry you away if you didn't show up. I'm just, again, my motivation is sheer curiosity and trying to wrap my brain around what I have recently experienced. It's not, you know, to shame. It's not um, for anything other than that. And I, I just, I, I love our community and I want to be able to use this platform to engage on important topics, especially when it comes to, you know, mental health and any type of reform and advocacy. So I'd love to hear from you. So definitely scroll down, um, check out our show notes and visit our website, visit our email, you know you know, go to us on Instagram and direct message us, whatever it is, like we really want to hear from you and engage on this topic. So thanks so much for allowing me to share. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. All right. Bye now. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever, because your valued feedback makes a direct impact. Thank you for dropping in snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of direct impact with Andrea Epstein.
Here is our disclaimer and legal language. Yes, I'm a psychotherapist, but guess what? I'm not your psychotherapist, and I need to be clear that this podcast is solely for enhancement, education, and entertainment purposes only. It is in absolutely no way a replacement for professional counseling services. If you feel like you need additional support, we strongly encourage you to seek that out today.